Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Gambling weekend. Wow, 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 wow. We're going to get to it in one second. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bride, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? I hope you all enjoyed the weekend. I know, I know, well... I know Parley Kid didn't have a fun one. I know Brother Bride didn't have a good one. I know Babyface Joel Solomon, Mikey Meatballs, Eddie Spaghetti, they didn't enjoy watching their Yankees get kicked to the curb by the mm. Astros. My goodness, Parley Kid, they bow out in four, a.k.a. a sweep, huh. 50 Ks in four games. And here's the thing. All the pressure was on the Parley Kid. He took it on. He welcomed <laughs> it, and he failed. He failed. I'm not sure what he could. I didn't fail. To do. I just had. I took the. Pr- I. T- I actually won. I. I was oh. successful. I took all the pressure on. Yeah. And I, I'm willing to take all the criticism right now. I'm willing Good. to take it. You, you could pile on me as much as you want about the Yankees. <laughs> I, it's fine because the expectation is to win a World Series. If you don't, this season is not a successful one. Why can't we all just admit that? And now, as a Met fan, so you are now in the same boat because your payroll is actually higher than the Yankees' payroll. So um, you the, have to say the same thing. So I have to say I'm willing the same to thing. take it. I'm but willing to take some it. Some losses are more embarrassing than others. You'll admit that, well, right? There's a I mean, series I, I, I get, of embarrassing I get, it, I get there's the goal. I guess there's the goal. Everybody, if you don't win, it's all the same. But, I mean, if I asked you right now, would you rather have lost to the Guardians in Game 5? No. You really wouldn't have. You really no. would have gone through this fifty strikeout yeah. thing with no, no one made contact. No, because they, you, you got to you got to you know compete against the best and see what you're about. The Yankees aren't the best. Wow. They're not the best. They're not close. They're not All close right. to the Astros. Brother Brian, so, you have anything to say? You kind of knew after Game Two or going into Game Two, it was, it was over. Oh, I mean, every we had talked about this. Every game is the exact same. Watching these teams, mm-hmm. it didn't. And I will say, it didn't matter whatever whatever move Boone made. It did not mm-hmm. work. Right. Anything he's made during the playoffs, whether it's shortstop, whether it's left field, whether it's the closer, whatever mm. he did, or whether he, you know, the reliever he puts in a certain situation, anything he any move he made was wrong. Yeah. And he had saved his job. That's what I'm saying, Paul. Like, that's part of it. If he does everyone said he saved his job, and maybe even Cashman did with the game five win over the Guardians, Definitely. and now they're walking it back a little bit, right? Yeah, well, look. Here's the deal. Um, I'm not a really, I'm not a Boone guy, uh, mm. but I'm also not a coach killer. I don't. I, I think it comes down. I think Boone's job is he follows a script pretty much, right? So I don't know how much you can blame on him, but I do think a change needs to be made for the Yankees. Though they can't mm. keep they can't keep Boone around. They can't keep Cashman around. There's got to be a change. They've had a long run. They've had a good run on paper. Boone would probably leave this job with one of the best winning percentages of all time. Probably right. Very few maybe, managers maybe, have gotten but maybe fired the, with, with that type of win percentage. But maybe they don't keep Judge around. Oh, Harry, I want to get to I, that. Look, 
Well, we could talk about it because I'll tell you how I feel about it. Brian already knows how I feel about well, it. Well, let's do that. I, I want to have some fun with this because I love it. I could. T- I know we have a lot of football to discuss. We're going to preview the Monday night football game. We're going to recap everything that went on yesterday. I, I'm, I think I'm delaying it because I lost so much money on the Buccaneers again. So uh, that's uh, that's where we are right now. All right, we're going to have some fun with this, though. Hold on to that thought, Parlay Kid. Let's bring in our yeah. guest. She's typically the most liked member, I would say, of the Extra Points family. But for some reason today... Everyone on this podcast, except for me and Harry, didn't want her to come on here to discuss the Yankees' exit velocity from the postseason. It's our good friend, co-host of Waiver Wired, and our resident Houston Astros fan, Jen Piacenti. What's up, Jen? Good morning, Sal. You may have seen on my social media that I posted my Dak Prescott jersey and my Houston Astros cap. It worked. I did see that. This is a great day for me. This is a great great Monday. I really is this as good as it gets? Because I know you like I know you like to roll up your sleeves, and this kind of wasn't even fun, right? I mean, I guess there's fun in just sweeping the uh, Yankees, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, guess, I, I guess it's as embarrassing as it gets. We right? could have won it at home, I guess, but it's more fun to sweep. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, as good as this Astros team has been, I did not expect them to be perfect in the postseason, but that's what they've yeah. been. Perfect. They are. They're seven and zero. Oh. Spaghetti, jump in. This is your partner, Jen. You guys have met. You've host waiver wired every week, and now you're gonna have to do it again tomorrow. Yeah. And there's gonna be even more gloating. I thought we'd give a little sample to everybody uh, today. What are your feelings? I, I don't even know. I mean, I can't even argue. It's like it's not like this series went seven. It went. It went four, and they got they got smoked. Mm. And uh, I think mm-hmm. I'm almost like less. Don't get me wrong. I'm de- definitely frustrated, and I hate the Astros probably more than any any sports team. Um, maybe maybe outside wow. of the Penguins, but um, it's it's like there's a lot, <laughs> and I'm sure Brother Bry and and Parley K would agree. But there's almost like this now this new feeling of like hating the Yankees and hating the organization and being frustrated with them for like the indefinition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again. It's kind of what the Yankees are doing, and I'm fed up with it and I'm tired of oh. it and I want like a change, not losing Aaron judge change, but something needs to be done because they, they can't keep being owned by the same team over and over again, every single year and constantly losing the ALCS or the ALDS. And it's just like, you know, the Yankees get in mm. the playoffs, they beat an AL central team and they get smoked by either the Astros or the Red Sox. And I just, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. Jen, is that true? Can, they can't keep getting owned by the Astros? I, I can <laughs> kind of see that they can. I what think do you think? They can. Uh, I think you guys have okay. an organizational problem. <laughs> um, and you know what else? Let me tell you who's not Mr. October, and that's Aaron Judge, who has a career oh. in a 211 in hmm. 44 games played. He's been playing in the postseason for six years now. He batted 131 for you guys, a uh, couple home runs, three RBI, but that ain't going to get it done. So if you're going to pay him, a, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'll tell you what. I think the parlay kid, I don't want to say he's fully agreeing with you, but I do sense that, you know, if you got rid of Judge, if you didn't go after him, as long as he didn't go to the Astros, I guess, um, and, uh, you know, you got some middle relief arms. I mean, it was really over. It might have been over before this, but when they took Cole out and put, who, Lee Trevino in? Who who was it? Mm-hmm. Who was yeah. the you know, yeah, strikeout guy? Yeah. So yeah. if you had five of those guys, like everybody, the Astros, every Phillies, like uh, is parading out a middle reliever who throws ninety nine with good movement, that seems to be more valuable than an even an Aaron Judge. I think he probably could have gotten to the playoffs anyway, mm. Paul. I get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Jen's making a big mistake here because uh, this isn't going to mean anything unless the Astros win it all. Mm-hmm. So beating the Yankees, okay, you beat the Yankees, but if you don't beat the Phillies, this means nothing because. 
Jen's only probably 25, but Jen could be 100 <laughs> years old. And she would only have seen the Astros win one World Series title wow. to date. I've seen seven from the Yankees. Well, I've seen seven. Uh, there we go. So, I mean, unless you win the World Series, it doesn't matter. So I'm going on Saturday shoot. night to the World Series. So I'll report my time. Be, I just want to ask. They got to win them, Eddie. Am I right? You can't. We can't get like Yankees have the goal. As a Yankees fan, it's winning the World Series. A bust. Now the Astros, I guess, have entered that conversation. Uh, mm. Every year they got to win a World Series. But getting back to the judge thing, so I I've said this to uh, Brian and our buddy uh, JJ. Uh, Jastrzemski, mm-hmm. um, that I, I don't think the Yankees are in a position where they can break the bank on Judge right now. I don't hmm. think they can. I don't think they can offer Judge eight years, $400 million, when they, they there's a lot of areas of need. Uh, I rather I personally, at this point, they could offer Judge a very fair deal, but at the same time, uh, it can't. I, I'd say no more than five. Uh, and because with that money, Sal, what could they get with that money? They're going to give judge. They could fill all their right. areas of need, find players that are not that judge. I think judges uh, playoffs have been a little disappointing, uh, but I think we would find that a lot of hitters, even good hitters hit 200 in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. But times. you know what hurts you right. that Bryce Harper, 30 years old is turning it around and he gets right. Like, and he's having a big, that, that makes it worse. I, I'll tell you what, uh, Jim, what do you think? Do you Bryce think Harper judge gets five this year? Right. Or something uh, like that. I mean, I, know, but, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't think uh, I'm going to go crazy about Bryce post, Harper. Stepping yeah, up in the right, postseason yeah. is a difference, but Jen, you look at the numbers. Does Judge get an offer similar to worse or better than what the Yankees offered him a few months ago. He'll get a better offer. Um, really? Yeah, he sure. will. He'll have to because they're going to have a mandate. Because, look, even though he stunk in the postseason, like he put that team on his back. They never would have mm-hmm. even made it to 99 wins without Aaron Judge. And ultimately, mm-hmm. even though they're all booing him now and grumpy and all of that, ultimately they are not going to want to see Aaron Judge go anywhere else. And this is where Yankees are going to make another mistake because it's the same thing. They paid way too much for Garrett Cole. By the way, how are you guys feeling about the Astros at, you know, throwaways? It's, you know, they're going to make this mistake. They're going to spend too much money on judge and they're not going to work on getting, you know, batters. I don't know. So Jen, you're with me with that theory, right? That they probably shouldn't like give judge this massive contract with, which would hamstring the rest of the team. Right. They shouldn't, but they will. Right. If I were betting, I hope they don't Eddie. I hope they don't. I I couldn't disagree more. I would any Yankees, any Yankees fan that, yeah, says I, could disagree no. I, I think that you have to you have to give it's him crazy. as much it's there's no salary cap you're the new york damn yankees uh like it just you pay him like hmm. the steinbrenner's kids like, like he had they have to start moving in a direction of like not being afraid to spend that because right. you like they make certain moves and they like they pay josh donaldson who's making like almost as much money as like bryce harper it's insane you keep judge make it's judge your shit. captain judge is the reason you got to this spot He's not at fault. Nobody huh. hits in the postseason. Like even the Astros' batting average is not great. Jose Altuve did not hit in the postseason. Nobody does. Look at the look at the past right. ALCS winners. All the batting averages are like two seventy or lower. So it's like I would keep Judge. And the one thing that we're forgetting that the Yankees why they're in a Jeremy Pena hits in the postseason. But look across the board, nobody hits. <laughs> nobody <laughs> hits. What do you give them? Like, what the, do you give Judge? Go look up the ALCS batting average for a. Terrence McCormick hits in the postseason. The Astros are. 
won the LCS with like a 220 batting average before. It's like that no one hits. So I'm not blaming him for the postseason. They hit timely. The yeah, right they did timely time. fine. And I think also if DJ LeMahieu and Ben Attendee were in the postseason a, a couple times, they lost games one and games two by one run, two runs. Nope. So like if they were in there, it could have changed a lot. But Yankees Farms, Are you the gonna, Yankees farm system is great. Because the Astros had the roof open and that's why they didn't win the game. Listen. Be- between Geno's, the Mets, Geno's between Geno's. the Mets spin rate and the Yankees roof open, I would say that's an embarrassing moment oh for God. the New York teams. I'll no, say that. Steve I'll say that Can't Steve Cohen uh, bring Judge over and then he doesn't have to switch dry cleaners? I, I think it's I, got, I think it's a combination. Hold one second, Harry. Sorry, yeah. a combination of what Parley Kid and Spaghetti are saying. Like you can pay Judge if you don't whiff on well, the Josh the Donaldsons thing. and the Joey Gallo's well, and those deals, right? It depends on what the the, the organization is going to do if they have an unlimited bankroll, then yeah, of right. course you got to bring Judge back. But if they're going to say, we're not going to go above this number, mm-hmm. I don't see how you could sign Judge to what could amount to $50 million a year. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't see how the way they're operating right now. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, if George Steinbrenner, this wouldn't be an issue. It wouldn't be right. an issue. A judge would be, a Yan- you know, he definitely would be on this the Yankees team. Yeah. But the way they're operating right now, I don't see – how you could bring him back. Now, the Yankees do have some good young players that will be very uh, cost-effective for them the next few years. Volpe, Peraza. Uh, mm. Hopefully we see these guys in the lineup. But uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, at this rate, um, I, Harry, Judge well, is great. Couldn't it be Harry, a better Harry's player, gonna, teammate, et cetera? He's going to want Robbie Ray so, on the Yankees or something. Yeah, what no, is this, Harry? This, what are you this is going to be amazing. No, I was going to add a trivia question for Jen, which I'm sure she probably can answer. <laughs> since 2020, <laughs> since 2020, Jen got smoked by hits. Fabiano last week. I don't know oh, if the trivia. I'm, I'm not, not good at trivia. All right, go ahead. Most, <laughs> most, most postseason hits since 2020. Since 2020, who has the most postseason hits? Uh, this can't be Robbie Ray. It just can't. I've just gone through. We're talking it. about batters or pitchers. Yeah. Batters. Okay, batters. Um, I would say it's George Springer. No, but Guriel. It is Guriel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he is a postseason. Wow. Harry. And in fact, I was watching him and I was thinking, I know his contract's up with the Astros, but either they should renew him and just say, hey, maybe you're not going to, you know, start every day, or some other team should mm. get him because even though he's well, 38, he's still. Yeah. He's clutch and he's like gold gloves. Still clutch. Mm. All right. Listen, listen, and if, if the Yankees do, if the Yankees do, don't sign Judge. And what's going to happen if by, by July he's hitting home runs? He's hitting even better than he did three ten. He's hitting three twenty five. And all the Yankee fans are so furious that they didn't. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be rehashed. Where how come we didn't sign Judge? It's going to be a, a nonstop. Yeah, issue. it's a risk you I take. Now look, the Judge gave the Yankees a great summer. A great. It would have been boring, right? They would have run yeah. away with the division. It was fun watching the sixty two. I hated it. I had to be on the other side just for content. Reasons. But um, it was. I, I know the goal is the World Series. Jen, speaking of, what's your pick? We're gonna hold our pick till tomorrow. I have your Astros at ten to one. I loved them last year <laughs> in this spot, though. I loved them last year in this spot, and uh, yeah. I got I got beat up. What? Do, I do, I do why why is this gonna be different? I do think they win because it's just so much deeper this year. First of all, last year they didn't have Justin Verlander. And mm. um, they didn't have Lance McCullers either. We essentially have seven starters, right? Because Urquidy and Brown are still in the bullpen. Mm. So is Luis Garcia, Not right? Urquidy hasn't even thrown a pitch in the postseason yet. And he has three World Series wins to his mm-hmm. name. So the depth is just kind of unbelievable. The bullpen so has good. been the best. Um, and so I think that's where they're going to win is kind of defensively. And then, then the offense has been really good about coming in clutch at the right time. Now the Phillies, um, their downfall is the bullpen. 
right? We've seen it explode had ERA of over four during the regular season. They can give it up at any time. They've kind of held on mm. during the postseason. Yeah. But then you saw that one game where they exploded versus the Padres. So I give that edge to the Astros. Um, hitters, I mean, the Phillies are Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, JT Ramuto. They've got every bit as good of hitting in a lot of ways. Yeah. So of course anything's possible, but like if I'm putting money on it, I don't think I'm just a homer when I say the Astros are just right. like an incredibly complete team. Well, I'll put money on it for you. We'll back the Astros. I think they're minus 190 here. Yeah, there's um, no yeah. value. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the problem with this. Well, if you can find a prop like uh, MVP, uh, MVP, pick MVP, and maybe we could um, we could figure something out there. How but, about Jeremy uh, Pena getting the MVP for the ALCS? Talk I about know. We, you know I, I loaded up when you came on preseason. I loaded up on him for rookie of the year. The one thing I didn't have is Me Verlander. Too. I thought we should have taken that for Cy we Young, and we would have been winners there. But uh, we would a good have. Year I just want to sure. say, like, just yeah. – Back to the Yankees point, like the one thing I was arguing with a Yankees fan early in the season when he was like, I can't believe you guys didn't sign Correa. You're so cheap. And I was like, I don't know. I trust our organization. If they say Jeremy Pena can do it, they, they mm-hmm. can do it. And they have been phenomenal with Pena. Not that Correa is not amazing, but we didn't need to spend $35 million a year, clearly. And then we were able to get all the other pieces. And that's the cue right. that I think the Yankees yep. should take. And maybe yes. we need to get Aaron Judge because I think he's a star, but then they have to get the other pieces around yeah, sure. correct. Babyface, do you want to say anything? Jump in here before Jen leaves. No, I mean, I I think we're all in agreement. Like the Yankees just need a manager like Dusty Baker that can get them over the hump and then lose in the World Series. Uh, uh, That's that's a very good point. You better Um, not lose, Jen. This will be bad. If it's Philly, I'll tell you uh, what, if it's Phillies this year, Braves last year, and then Washington two years between the – I mean, that's disgraceful for the uh, NL Let me give you the biggest reason why you guys need to root for the Astros. Are you ready? Every time the Phillies has won the World Series, the mm. country has gone into a deep recession. I'd rather go broke than root for the Astros. Look it up. Astros. I have to root Astros. That's not even a problem. I can't even think about it. Jen, uh, waiver wired. I don't know. Eddie Eddie has threatened to um, you know, walk, not show up for waiver wired tomorrow, but you got that? Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> you'll go solo. How are Jen's not- fantasy teams doing this year? I, sh- I, I should I should know. She that, told but. everyone to start Matt Ryan. I think that's what uh, Babyface oh. is telling me. I didn't know, know that. that. Yeah, he wasn't that the worst was... start. Believe it or not, he was better than Marcus Mariota and some others. Oh God! Oh um, God! I can't believe it. What, what we're looking at every Sunday. Weeks? Yeah. Well, there was bad. There was bad quarterback. I mean, I Brady was terrible. Jack Lamar Jackson was oh, terrible. Yeah. Every Rodgers. week. Every single week, it's terrible. It's All right, Jen, bad. thanks so much. Waiver wired. Uh, CNN SI. Am I missing anything? What am I missing? Anything? Nah, you know, I'll be with you guys. Go Astros. Network. We won. We covered the spread. I, I give that. Yes. There Cowboys. You go. Yeah. Cowboys win. We're going to be six and two heading into the bye. Friday, Saturday, the uh, World Series starts. You're going to game two. Exciting. Are you going? Um. Now you, you're dating Mattress Mac. Is that what I saw? Right. Or that's <laughs> not true. I don't know. <laughs> So that that can't um, be true. Wow, I would have really lost a bet if that were the case. Um, <laughs> he stands to win seventy-five million dollars if the Astros win the World Series. It'd be the biggest US Ryan, like, drove into New Orleans and placed bets at all these different books. And you I know don't know I'm how he's getting him. it down. So yeah. you got connections. Can you get Jen to throw out the uh, first pitch in oh, one of yeah. these games or sing the national anthem, if possibly? Jen, which would you rather of the two? Ooh. Um, I'll sing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't have a really do, good what? arm. I'm not sure that I can make it to that. 
What if you have to do a, a duet with Harry, who is uh, mysteriously <laughs> he's disappeared yeah. from our, is our sound great? gallery here? Okay. <laughs> All right, Jen. Thanks for coming okay. on. I appreciate Thanks, it, Eddie. We'll see you there tomorrow. You and uh, you and Jen on waiver wire. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Go Astros. Go Thanks, Astros. Jen. All right. So there you go. Jen Piacenti, always a delight. Uh, she's the big winner this weekend between the Astros and the Cowboys. And we'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, also big winner, prop quiz winner, Mike Dam. I don't think it's the Mike Dam Whoa, we know. What? There's another Mike Dam? So. Yeah, this said Mike Dam of Belleville. And I did some wow. digging and there is a Mike Dam that's a fan of ours. And he's like, uh, he's about 20 years older than the Mike Dam. We, we played a high school football with. But anyway, he got eight right. He took home a gold cap right wow. there. Brother Brian, I don't know how many you got. I, I think I had three, three or four. <laughs> three or four cool. should win it. I, was, I know. These are, whoever has eight, really good yeah. job. I mean, the odds of getting eight on some of these are really tough. Very hard. Very yeah, hard. But let's recap this uh, week seven, and then we'll go into the Monday night football game. Just another Sunday in the NFL. P.J. Walker, Taylor Heineke, former XFL yeah. quarterback, speed. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. That's it. That's fine. Um, let's start with this Tampa team. Harry, this was your best bet. Tampa minus 13. Thir- didn't it go up? And Harry was like, he cha- He didn't care. Right? Yeah, went to 13. Like, I, went I was concerned. I was concerned. concerned. You said it was going to be like 42-16 final or something when we asked you for a yeah. score. Yeah. True. Look, right. I, 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 have, I have no one else. To, I'm not blaming anybody. Uh, except for myself making the selection, you know, I hate laying points. You know, I definitely hate laying double digits, no matter how much I kind of think the game is going to go that way. Tampa Bay laying 13 is a joke. They can't even score 13 points. Mm. This is um, Byron, uh, Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles are both under, uh, their, uh, disciples of Bruce Arians from the back, back in the, back in the days. So they're not going to be fired because Arians still has a job in the front office with Tampa. But this team, I mean, I'm reading, I'm listening and reading of how, like, this was their best week of practice they've had all season are you kidding me they look so unprepared <laughs> lethargic worst offense in the league i, I mean uh, they're often by the way they're i saw a stat third and seven or more this season for for tampa bay on offense mm. completing nine percent of the time they are four of 43 of third and seven or more that's last in that's the crazy. nfl where it, is the fire in this team, Parlay Kid? Uh, Brady, the team—they look like they didn't know what was going after. After uh, Evans dropped that touchdown, guaranteed touchdown in the in the first couple minutes of the game, they didn't do anything on offense. I figured it was going to be like ten of those. I thought that was going to be like ten of those anyway. Like I was like, oh, Evans, oh, that sucks that he yeah. dropped it, but this right, is just right. going to be one of those yeah, games, so right. it doesn't matter. Yep. Right? Even even when it was seven, okay, Carolina got the touchdown to more. Okay, now t- Brady will get going. Tampa will get going. It's just a matter of time, and it never happened. Harry, yeah. what what did happen is you bet it was your pick of the week or whatever. You put it on Sharp Tank and everything, but on the graphic where the whole staff lays out their picks, you took the Panthers. So, so what gives there? What are you what are you doing with this? Can't can't explain that. Can't explain that. But um <laughs> you can't I'll take it. I'll take the win there. I'll take the win. Yeah, I don't know about that. All right, we'll go we're gonna yeah, go over can the we, numbers. Can we there. Check yeah. that again. That's Mike, right. can you just check that to make sure that that's what Harry had? And if, if he did, then we can I never double checked take, it and we I can did. never take one of his sharp tank picks seriously I know, again. That's a thing. That's number Harry. one. Or, mm-hmm. or number two, you know, or he's hedging uh, on this program. I wouldn't uh, put that past him. I wouldn't put it past him. But what is that, it, Harry? That is but a well, real slimy. I was just going to say, listen, that, that might be. It's it's a mistake. It's a Darren. It's a mistake. Hmm. An honest mistake. More than anything, though, Darren, the game itself, when they were down fourteen to nothing, 
I know they, and they the decide from the five. Okay. They yeah. kick the field goal. Right. Like that's you can't um, do that. It's I'm gonna, so dumb. I'm gonna say something here, and uh, and it actually even contradicts what I said with Simmons last night. But I don't think they need to panic. I don't think Brady's in much worse shape than he was preseason because he only came to play, came back, I think, because he looked at the landscape of the NFC and said, all right, I can compete. That was right. That was the narrative. The NFC is going to suck. I can get in there. I could make hay. You still have to be the best team to get a buy. So that probably wasn't happening anyway. It's definitely not happening now. So what do you have to do, Parley kid? You have to win the division. He's staring at but look what he's looking at. He's looking at Andy Dalton. He's looking at Marcus Mariota. Yeah. He's looking at PJ Walker. His odds to win the NFC South are minus 270. I don't think a lot has changed if you think eventually they're going to get their act together, Parley Kid. Well, they don't have to get their act together that much. I think Brady's, right. you know, Brady's probably looking at big picture here. I go nine and eight, ten and seven, win this division. I'll play on the road in a playoff game. I can win on the road. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they. Um, make a trade or two here, Tampa, to upgrade their roster. I don't think there's any panic right now on Brady. If anything, this is just serving as motivation for him uh-huh. to uh, maybe write a really good ending for himself. I don't know. I'm just, just knowing the guy. Listen, this is yeah. it's not going to be acceptable. And I, I think he still has the respect of everybody in that locker room. Unless I he's look lost at this. I, it's much more fun to say, oh, Brady's getting divorced. He skipped practice. No, he skipped a week of preseason. I was like, but the truth is, it doesn't matter. And even with, you know, I'm looking minus 270, Atlanta plus 325, New Orleans 13 to 1, Carolina 20 to 1. They're going to win this division if if things shape up a little bit, right? I, I don't think it's even going to be that hard. Defensively, and, since the Kansas City game, they've been awful as well. Beyond awful. Yeah, they gave up. 181 rushing yards to Freeman and Chuba Hubbard. Uh, that that doesn't I mean, usually happen. That's bad. But whatever. It didn't matter. They scored three points. They weren't going to win. But the other side of this, I want to say, Bri, Panthers, does anything inspire a team more than when their best player leaves? Like Simmons calls it the Ewing theory or anything. But I feel like, you know, if there's a death on the team, that could go either way. Like, all right, we got to step up. But there might be so much emotion in that that you don't know. But I feel like nothing gets the team of 53 together more than, okay, a great team, a great quarterback is coming to town. We just lost our best player. We're a two-touchdown underdog. And then mysteriously, towards the end of the game, they're either in it or they're blowing out the better team, uh, 21-3. I, I just feel like there's no better motivator yeah, than that. I mean, you're right. I mean, that's exactly what it is, right? You play that nobody believes in us card, right? I'm sure the coach uh, yeah. put that out there. I mean, I didn't believe in them. I took, I had the Buccaneers too because, God, the Panthers couldn't have been worse over the last a couple of weeks. But, yeah, they played inspired yesterday. They played – I mean – they played great defensively. I, I was I was more sh- shocked how well in the second half they moved the ball on Tampa. That was the thing that was more yeah. shocking. Right. And the thing is with Tampa, the thing is with Brady, right? There comes I feel like over the last ten years, right? There comes a point in the season every year where we kind of are like, ah, maybe this is it for Brady, right? Maybe this is it. But this is the worst, right? This is I mean we we've seen it over the years. This is definitely the worst little stretch they've had. Sure. I. I I, is it is it the no line, the line being terrible? Is it not having Gronkowski? I mean, I'm sure he's begging Gronk to come back right now because obviously that that helps yep. him out. And just to yeah. have, you know, just to have that. Got no help from the tight end position this yeah, year. Just that personality on the yeah, team. National tight ends day, no less. My right. God, you would expect him to step up. So, no, I think yeah, you're right. I, 
No, Gronk yeah, definitely solves that uh, doing nothing on third and seven thing that Harry read before. But yeah, and then you got yeah. the Packers who in a much worse situation. Now throw it, what, three, three and a half behind the Vikings, Harry? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, three and a half. Still can make the play. This could be a first round playoff game. If you, if it, if the Packers get their crap together, they're a seven seed could go to Tampa, right? Like it could be something like that as a three or whatever. Mm. That would be an interesting first round game if they were all better by them. But I got uh, just on that Packers game, the first time, oh, now I'm not going to find this stat. It's the first time in, I don't know how many years they didn't convert a third down. They were 0 for 6 mm. on third down there. Wow. Yes, 0 for 6 on third. Can't run the ball either. Can't run the ball. First time since 1999, wow. Parlay Kid. 370 that's, games. That's incredible. Um, they lose to the Commanders 23-21. Another mm. team that's sort of been left for dead, but now Heineke kind of always has a, a game like this at home. They yeah, beat Tampa just, last exactly. But the, but the big thing to look at, Bry, Rogers sixty to one, Brady sixty to one for MVP after seven weeks. That's yeah. insanity. 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 You'd have, they'd wow. have to win. They'd have to win out to even have a thought. In that. Oh, but, I can't, and Bri, you can't touch Bri, it either. The, Bri, the Rogers is already. Rogers is already, like you said, Bry, just a second ago, already playing the card of uh, nobody believes in us as in his inter- post-game interview uh, yesterday for the Bills heading into Sunday. Yeah, night. I mean, yeah. That, well, this is the problem that the Packers have, right? There's only so much longer. You, you can't play like this much longer because you're at Buffalo. Then you're at Detroit, which whatever. But then you have the yeah. Cowboys, Titans at Philly. Like, those are four of your, those are four, yeah. four of your next They're five. Done. They're You're done, yeah. I think. I, I, I mean, I don't. That's wow, and you're wow. not going to win the division unless I mean you have to beat Minnesota. I mean they had four games. losses. They had four losses all of last year, and that was like a down year for them, right? Because they had like three losses the previous mm-hmm. two. Now they already have four. And you can't blame all these young wide receivers because they they ran the ball for 38 yards yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a mess. I don't know. I didn't even tune in. I didn't even know what was going on at the end there. All right, Parley Kid, our team. Dak returns. Cowboys beat the Lions 24 six. I was I was down on the Cowboys. Dak was a slow start. He took some weird sacks. I will say when he's rolling right, I do have a lot of confidence in him, right? When he does the play, yes. play action and then rolls right, I was like, all right, I feel like he's going to complete this pass uh, no matter what. But And he threw a touchdown in his return, and the defense was great, obviously, again. But I looked at the numbers like this morning. I'm like, it was very even. Time of possession, yeah, total game? yards was very, very yes, even. Aside from... We got them to turn the ball over five times, and Dan Campbell now 0-11-1 on the row with the Lions. Yeah, that's right. So I, 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 you could correct me with the score, but I'm thinking it was about 10-6 uh, at one point in, early in the fourth, and Detroit, yeah. Detroit had the ball on the basically inch line, and uh, they turned it over. Dallas could have been down 13-10 to 10 at right. that time frame, mm-hmm. and who knows what happens. Uh, yeah, Dak. Look, I mean, again, like uh, like a lot of times with Dak, you know, you kind of go, oh, "I didn't play a great game." You look at his numbers; they were pretty solid. There were definitely times uh, uh, that I even think Romo <coughs> had mentioned um, where Dak probably was a little too aggressive downfield. I had a couple interceptions, probably that should have mm-hmm. been caught by the Lions. Three. Three should have been caught. No, I'm serious. I'm, I'm not making I know, that I'm up. Serious. Right? I'm serious, too. He Darren, listen, Bra- listen, Pollard, Zeke were great. Zeke again with that skip over the defender, 140 yards, two touchdowns. But very fortunate, Dallas, because of the touchdown at the one one yard line yep. that, 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 that they gave. And and three easy picks. That they, were, the, the they, were like like easy picks. they were like easy picks. Yeah, easy that they were like easy picks that they dropped. I agree with that. Um, and sometimes you got to be lucky, but Dallas themselves yep. are just they're great at t- uh, forcing turnovers. So how 
Yeah. So we went so long watching this oh, Cowboys man. defense. And that's why when people want to be critical of a guy like Diggs, we this is look, Diggs is he's an interception machine. He, does he give up some yards sometimes? Yeah. But we we would have, you know, back when Romo was playing, right? We ne- there was a, if we had a guy with one or two interceptions in a season, that, that was, was a lot. Yeah, that it was, was like a over lot. Twelve weeks they would go without an interception. Dan, yeah. Give Dan Quinn the, yep. what head coach salary to be the defensive coordinator of this team for as mm-hmm. long as he You're wants. Right, he You're has right, this Dave. defense flying around. But yeah, by, the Lions played him tough. So that final score is not indicative. No, of I thought you could. The Lions played a little bit better than the, the score says, but the Cowboys also played a little bit worse than what the score says. I agree. I agree. But I think we'll I it. think Dallas could win a playoff game, guys. I think Dallas could win in the playoffs if they are mediocre, just mediocre on offense, but fantastic on yes. defense. They can beat anybody in the playoffs. Yes. That's how it's going right now or around the is whole Harry league. rooting for the Epidemic. Cowboys now? I'm being fair there. for Zeke Elliott. Oh, I'd love to see the Cowboys beat his Vikings. Let that be a week one uh, matchup. That'd be so much fun. I'm being fair, D. The defense is spectacular. It really they play is. in a couple weeks, Sal. They do play yeah. in a couple weeks. You're right. You're right. That's coming up. All right. So let's try to hit as many of these as we can. Bri, your Raiders won. I don't know if you know this, but they did. Uh, did. Save the season. 38-20 over the Texans. Josh Jacobs, you talked about his last four games. He has what? Like a hundred, like almost 600 yards, but 143 and three touchdowns with 20 carries yesterday. They trailed. Could have been a typical Raiders game. They trailed in the third quarter before uh, Jacobs took over. And now you're two and four. Yeah, no, I thought the Raiders defensively in the the beginning of that game were terrible. I I Mm. thought they were awful. I thought the second half, though, that's offensively, I thought they couldn't be stopped. You know, Jacobs was phenomenal, but I I thought I started to get a little bit confident there at the end of the third quarter that, uh, yeah, maybe we're not going to stop Houston, but uh, they're not going to stop us either. So there's, I'm still worried. Again, that's another one, 38 to 20. I mean, that really is probably that's really a one score game. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be super impressed as a Raider fan. I'm glad they put it away there with the pick at the end, but um I, I'm well, still not super impressed as a as a team right now. They're yeah, still not but, playing they're still know, not playing great. I mean, they're still not playing great. Everything's relative, right? And it, you would have thought at two and four there would be no way you'd have a shot in the AFC West. And I don't think they're gonna catch the Chiefs, but at least you no. could get a playoff spot over the Broncos, over the Chargers, who are just well, the Broncos, it continues, right? Um, they lose 16-9. Brees Hall goes down. That sucked with a, a knee injury. He's out for the year now. Is that, for, is that He's out, confirmed? torn, AC, torn ACL. Yeah, torn ACL, out for so. the year, 16-9. Five-win Jets. So the win total is five and a half. They're already five and two. Um, so that's uh, that's good. They won. They lose that big piece in, in Brees Hall. But the Broncos, you know, Brett Rippon doesn't seem to matter who you put back there, Harry. 16-9 final. Uh, Jets beat them. Oh, seriously. Unbelievable how bad this Denver offense is. Uh-huh. This is one of the worst of all time. They can't get anything going offensively. They can't score in the first half. They can't score anything. Yeah. It's awful. And awful watch. And then the other game, the Chargers lose to the Seahawks 37-23. The Seahawks lead the NFC West now at 4-3. and three. <laughs> um, DK Metcalf's out for a bit. They carted him off. Geno Smith is phenomenal. He's, he's like a top six MVP contender MVP, here at this baby. point. It's really nuts what goes on. And uh, the Chargers, just more and more injuries piling up, Parley kid, right? right. We see J.C. Jackson on a play oh. that 
if he had been able to jump, he would have been, they would have stayed in the game, but he went down at the exact second that I feel like that game got out of hand and Herbert's like bracing himself. He's holding his left hand up and bracing himself and throwing. It's just, it's just a big, he'll do anything to not have to go see the team doctor. Um, it's just a, a mess with that team. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think the Raiders are better than chargers and Broncos and a lot of these AFC oh, yeah. West teams. Yeah. I think I think you're right, Dan. And the Chargers, I I really wonder if not having a home field advantage is it's really taking a toll on that team because they never seem to have a lot of energy. I I don't know. They just something always lacking with that team. They never seem fired up. It's, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, when you're down know. seventeen nothing and you don't have the crowd behind you, it's hard, right? And you're yeah, home. I so I, I guess so. It is tough, but uh, that's Seattle. Then we talked about like Seattle could. The NFC West is also, you know, subpar from what you thought going in. And they could win. We joked about it when Seattle hadn't even played. They were in first place, right? Because all the other AFC West team, uh, mm-hmm. NFC West teams had lost. And I was like, if Pete Carroll could just hang on. Then they beat Denver in the first game. And now they're four and three. You know, you may have to be only 10 and seven to win this division, Bri, right? Whereas you thought once that uh, the Rams or oh, yeah. Niners, whoever wins 12 and five, mm-hmm. if 10 and seven takes it, they're going to be in the mix, I think. So, yeah. 10, and, 10 and seven is going to win this division, right? Because you're, mm. gonna, you're playing, you know, you're playing AFC West teams. You're yeah. like, even though the AFC West hasn't been good, right? You're going to, you're going to lose, you're going to lose some games. Those teams are just going to keep beating each other. Right. Uh, but I will say Seattle along, like, I've I've enjoyed why even though yesterday's game really wasn't enjoyable I've enjoyed watching the Jets and the Seahawks have been the other team I enjoy watching. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, what, especially now with with Kenneth Walker because I kind of always liked him at a at a Michigan State. I yeah, make me a trade. Watching. Make me a trade. I got him. He's on my <laughs> bench. A Breesaw's done for me, so I don't know what I could offer you. That's very good right now. Even though I'm six, I'll be six and one. I don't know what. I don't I need a offer. running back. Just give me who's your best <laughs> receiver. Who was it? Uh, uh, Higgins, Waddle. What? I mean, they're not great. Nah, I'll move on. What's, <laughs> what's Carroll for coach of the year? What's Carroll for coach of the know. year? I don't know. All I know is like for Seattle, Walker is two to one for rookie of the year and a comeback player of the year. I know Barkley's the favorite at minus 220, but Geno Smith's four to one. Yeah, right? that's not I mean, Geno Smith's more of a real, like, have we ever right. seen anybody, if Geno Smith continues to play the way he's been playing, have we ever seen anybody play like him in terms of like, You've just been a you, right. You he, had a chance. You've not, been a backup on multiple teams. You haven't done anything, and then all of a sudden, ten, you know, right. And, and eight and years later, the, you're playing well. Throw, throw, throw the whole thing when he was with the Jets, Bri, where he didn't pay the teammate, and he and they got in the fight, and he was a laughing stock in the league. Just being you know, he was, a he second, was eight, third stringer he was just for one on that team. He was eight and eight on that one Jets yeah. team. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't forever yeah. ago. Yeah. It, it is a weird career and, trajectory, not like one we've seen. Uh, Bri, you're right. Yeah. And yeah. Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker th- looks fantastic. I mean, yeah. what what bursts? He looks great and better than Penny. Coach of uh, coach of the year, Pete Carroll's twenty to one. He's like sixth on the list. Mike McDaniel mm, fifteen to one is ahead of him. Go ahead, Harry. Bet it. Jump in there. Um, I do want to talk uh, Chiefs Niners. Chiefs look like the Chiefs again. Uh, unstoppable. I know that Niners defense is banged up a little, but forty four twenty three. Um, yeah. They do seem to be better on the road. Mahomes four hundred twenty three yards, three touchdowns, and he's involving the Juju Smiths and the Valdez Scantlings, who we all know were good right? Or at least decent. And yeah. now they're part of his offense and they're in sync. Um, and you may just get out of their way because they're going to roll uh, five and two now, Parley kid. Uh, and, and they're what was supposed to be their toughest 
stretch schedule wise. Yeah, but I, I will caution you w- with this, Sal. Right, right. Uh-huh. I really do think like once every four or five games, the Chiefs' offense reverts back to where you're like, oh, what yeah. happened in that game? It's probably mm-hmm. coming up again soon, right? Where I, I do think they're the like you know premier offense in the league, but because Mahomes is just so freaking good, but it just feels like there's this once like it's almost like they don't. There's some games they scale back because they don't want to have their full arsenal on film out there or something yeah. like that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, where where they you know they try to win a game uh, when they score 20 points or something like that. I just feel like, uh, but they are the premier offense. But yeah, I just have a thing. One of those types of games are coming soon. You're like, what happened to that offense? But they are well, premier. Mahomes make Mahomes just makes it work because he can make every single throw no other quarterback like josh allen probably there's only a few guys that can make every throw rolling left rolling right dropping straight back you know whatever you want to say downfield short uh every every throw in the book he can make i know what you're saying about like you know every few weeks they'll you'll have them on a three-team teaser or something they'll disappoint you but here's one thing they're five and two they have a bye by the way there's two bye teams and they're both in the wet it's it's the chiefs and chargers are on a bye this week it's only those two teams but they play Denver twice. I have no doubt they'll win both of those now, right? Whereas before the season, you're like, oh, they're going to split. Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I don't see how they, they don't win both. Uh, at the Raiders, that'll be fun, I think. Um, at the Texans, uh, Chargers don't scare me anymore. Home for the Jaguars, home for the Titans. They, they're going to have a bunch of wins in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they'll, they'll be double digit again, which is one thing, you know, uh, you couldn't really tell in the beginning of the year. Let, how about this, Harry or Bry? Or Polly Kid, you could all be listening here. Caesars has an offer: Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, even odds against the field to win the Super Bowl. Ooh. Which way are you going, Bry? You taking those three? Oh, wow. Um, mm. Yes. Hmm. Harry, no, you like the Vikings, Pro- right? No, probably because of the Bills overall right now. But wow, um, in the AFC, in the AFC, yeah, you got KC, you got Buffalo, but Cincinnati looks really good now too. Yeah. Darren, you take uh, those three. I, you know, so normally I would say no, but I don't think I, you know, I think any, I still think anybody from the NFC is capable of coming right. out. But if you're telling me bills or chiefs, I could, I don't think anybody in the AFC is overtaking either of those two. I think one of those teams is making it to the Super Bowl and probably winning the Super Bowl. I would take those um, three so, also. That's right I, now I if I, I had that on. Yeah. Yeah. I do, Harry, though. Did you, is that, Burrow, did, you, yeah. did, you, did you come up with that bet? Is that your bet? I mean, no, that seems no, like, I saw uh, it. And it seems like yeah. I'm just saying that seems like something you would have created it, it, it for somebody. It will be interesting. I'll before, take credit. Before, yeah, before, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I came up with it. <laughs> One second, Sal, before you get mentioned, it will be interesting after a bye week here to see how Minnesota comes out because they're 5-1, and one, and you mentioned, Sal, three-and-a-half game lead in the, in the North. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. They play Arizona, so. Bengals, though, your guy, Burrow, 345 passing yards in the first half and three touchdowns. Mm. And here's what's most important about the three touchdowns. They were all over 10 yards in the air, which just does not happen in the NFL anymore. Right. He's the only one who could throw long parlay kid with, with accuracy and um, consistency. And Joe Burrow is back and this Bengals team is scary. I know that's only been the last two weeks because a couple of weeks ago, he spoke uh, of, of uh, the fact that he was having trouble because of the coverages throwing the ball deep. So uh, obviously they changed something in their offense or they got the defenses to do something a little different. Uh, But no, Burrow's been great. Um, 
Harry knows that because my fantasy team is uh, oh, wow. spanking him Smoked around. Me. Has well, any, uh, have we ever had a fantasy team start 0-5 and then make the playoffs? Do it. No Get way. There. Do I it. Think I'm, 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 I'm rooting for you, D. I'm rooting for you. I think I'm doing I think I'm doing it, Sal, especially if I can Brian get Brian's scared of you, D. Who I'm 6-1. I might fall out of the playoffs Ken, Kenneth Walker, Sal? Who do you want for him, Sal? Who uh, do well, who are your receivers, though? I, I well, need a blockbuster uh, receiver. I, I don't have any uh, Yeah. number one. I got a lot of number twos. I mean, if you want CD. I'll give you CD Lamb for him right now, Sal. I, CD Lamb for Kenneth Walker. All right, let's talk. Mm. Let's talk. We'll okay. figure this out. It's yeah. not bad, D. Not bad. Yeah, that's not terrible. That's not terrible. If you yeah. could have... Harry, either Matza Parmesan's, um, the Boner Jacksons, minus 110 versus the field. Now, oh, forget it. No, those are <laughs> uh, real quick, Giants, 6-1. and one, They beat the Jags, 23-17. I'm an idiot. I overread that line. I was like, Jaguars are giving points. That doesn't make sense. I'm taking the Jaguars. And, of course, uh, they lose. Uh, they almost won. Got that down to the one Ooh. as uh, time expired. Giants, six wins, all one possession. Good for them. Let's see what, how long it takes them. They've, uh, it's good for their fans right now, especially with the Yankees losing. Um, Colts, uh, so now Matt Ryan's out. It's uh, Ellinger, 1910. I just Sammy. got a text from Scott the Grizz. says, I'm giving you a lock of the year. Ellinger over rushing yards this week. I don't even know. He doesn't uh, even know how many there one. are. Yeah, like that? Texas kid. Like Texas that. kid. Like He's that. a Texas. Yeah, he loves Sammy it. A. Sammy A. Yep. Uh, Taylor came back. Didn't matter. Matt Ryan was bad and is now benched. And uh, the Titans have control. They just can't lose to the Colts. Now they've beaten them twice. And uh, they look like they're going to take that division. What else? Jets. We did this. Mm. We did the uh, Seahawks Chargers. I think that's everything. Steelers, Dolphins. Uh, Parley kid, I thought Tua would get off to a slow start like Dak did coming back after, you know, a lengthy uh, respite there. But they actually scored their first three possessions and then didn't they scored like a field goal the rest of the way. 16-10, unimpressive win. Almost there. Almost there, Kenny Pickett. One play oh, away, I think, from doing almost it. Almost there. Bad pass at the end. Something went wrong on that ball. I don't know what happened. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, the Dolphins at first, they thought it was a route, right? This is going to be a uh-huh. route. Tua looks sharp. Uh, it's almost like they got that lead and then were like, let's – we got to keep Tua healthy, like Sit I said. On it. Like, yeah. That's what and I thought. Way, talk, I really but thought. Talk, talk about dropped interceptions. There might have been four or five in that game, Harry, all benefiting. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Tua is some of Tua's one of those in. I know. Again, right. right. It's amazing. Right. It really yeah. is amazing. By the way, that's that, for the uh, two, three games Pickett has played, seven picks already. Yeah. That's a lot. All right. Listen, wow. I love that. I love that Caesars bet. Bills, Eagles, Chiefs minus 110 versus the rest of the field. You can mm. have 29 teams or those three. Wow. Do it at Caesars. And let me tell you something about Caesars. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino, it's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, 
Ohio and Utah and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. All right, let's take a quick break and then we will preview the Monday night football game Patriots-Bears tonight. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, let's do this. Pats minus eight over unders 40 versus Chicago. Pats, what, Brian, real quick, to make the playoffs. Patriots, what do you think the number is? Um, to make the playoffs, the plus plus one ten, plus one seventy. I thought that was Ooh, a little rich. I think they can go on a little bit of a run here. You got the I'm Jets tight. next week, whatever. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I say all this, and I'm taking Chicago tonight plus the points. I like the under. The under's probably the play here. You got two young quarterbacks. It is Mac Jones, right? Did they say it's definitely going to be yeah. Him? Mac Jones is starting. Yeah, so it's Mac Jones. Uh, Zappy hour is over. Ball control offense. Bears have scored 19 or fewer in four of their six games, while the defense has yielded 20 or fewer in four games uh, in the last four. Uh, but I'll make a case for the Bears. Patriots run defense a little overvalued. They're in the bottom five in almost all the categories. I think Montgomery Herbert could have decent games and keep this close. And Pat's offense putting up a ton of points, but a little overrated when you look at the defenses. Green Bay, Detroit, Cleveland, and Baltimore – Ranked 29th, 30th, 32nd, and 27th mm. in uh, uh, EPA allowed per play heading into the week. And you do not, you do not give Matt Eberflus 10 days to prepare for Belichick. You just don't do it. <laughs> Maybe that's going too far. Uh, I'm just not laying too ma- this many points. Not on a, a weird night game. 20 to 16. I don't know how I get to that. 20, lots of field goals, missed extra points. That's mine. Harry and Parley Kid have the same bet here, Harry, to put it on the table for us. 
Listen, Sal, I'll take that final. I agree with you. It's a kind of a weird game. I'm not going to lay the points uh, here. So I'm going to do a teaser. I'm going to take Patriots down to a pick, and I'm going to do a tease it uh, up from uh, 40 to under 47. Zappy was great filling in uh, for the Patriots. Now Mac is back. Patriots are rolling right now, two wins in a row, and outscored uh, – other opponents by 52 points over those two games on defense, giving up just 15 points per game. In the last two Chicago 32nd, obviously in the league in passing um, 27th in total yards per game. Bears are averaging just 15 points per game. And Darnell Mooney is leading the bears in receiving with just 40 yards per game. Mm. Uh, this could be a sloppy game because Chicago's defense is, is pretty good. I, I think I consider Chicago's defense top five defense in the league. You do uh, considering they're, they're, they're in games. Uh, oh. They're in pretty much every game here. They're not really getting blown out the bears, but they just yeah. can't score. So I'm going to go under and I'm going to Pats win the game in a close one. Maybe I think Paula kid, this is a safe, a teaser, uh, a two team teaser in the same game. You could, you can make, right? I mean, absolutely. That shouldn't, shouldn't be a ton of points. And I, you just I, need the Pats to win. Yeah. Harry, I love, I love this. Uh, mm-hmm. What you're saying. I, I, man, I would be shocked if this loss, I feel like this is, mm. maybe that's the only thing that's wor- worrying me. It seems too easy. I think the Patriots are the better team here. Um, Mac Jones has to play pretty well. He has to have a good game tonight. He's got a little pressure on him. Sure. Uh, with Zappy after his performances, if Jones lays an egg tonight, there's going to be people talking there. He has to play pretty well. Uh, Harris is back now to go with Stevenson. Their backfield is is very solid for the uh-huh. Pats. Their offensive game has opened up a little bit the last few weeks. The Bears just don't have enough offensively uh, to, to get it done here. So Pats and the Pats defense will stifle the Bears offense. So low scoring game. Uh-huh. And all we need is Pats to win here, Harry. I, how, it. This, it seems too easy. I hope it's. Uh, I hope that's what. Because uh, Harry, I'm. I'm going to put a decent amount on this. Whoa. That's for sure. Yes, mm. Bry, you think we're overthinking this with the total here? You have Pats well, I, and a route. I, I like that. I like the bet. I like the bet here. But I also like. I like the Pats just to cover, huh. and I like the under too. I mean, it's weird to think I'd feel better if Zappy was starting this. I. I, I really isn't that strange, right? Um, but that being, do you said, like the under better here, Brian, than you did in the uh, Yankees Astros yesterday? Oh just come on. Oh, come well, on. I'm just saying, because I, I jumped on that, that under with you, Brian. Up. It was done yeah. in the well, third. that's what happens when you jump on it. We're not good to You don't have Belichick running the Yankees is the problem. This, Maybe that's their bad. <laughs> this is that's, one of those picks, though. If you, again, this is one of those, if you guys lose this, taken back in Chicago, you kind of feel like an idiot maybe in this sure, game. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, this Pats defense starting to resemble the defenses of the years past, right? They've dominated. Uh, I mean, it's two pretty bad teams, but they've dominated mm. over the last two. But – the Bears offense, right? They scored seven versus the Commanders, twelve versus the Giants, ten versus the Packers. Yeah. I think they're I think they're scoring about ten in this game. Right. I so I think that I think the Pats win this like twenty-three. I'm gonna say twenty-three to ten. Um, but yeah, I like the, yeah, the, it the might cover be the and case the under. that they, they just have to get to twenty. I mean, I have them scoring twenty, but I thought the Bears would put up a, a little bit of a fight before they you know, they got to get on the board. They got to get on the board early, though, right? If yeah. they don't score, score the first few drives, then that's it. Let's do uh, props here. I, I, I know I'm crazy to take a Bears wide receiver over yards when Fields only seems to pass when his life depends on it. But I am going Harry with Darnell Mooney over 43 and a half, 12 targets last. So he's become Fields guy. This is what we thought going into the year. Um, 12 targets last week, 68 yards, 52 
and 94 the two games before that. We only need 44 tonight. He has 33 targets for the Bears. That's more than double the second-best option, Cole Komet, who has 15. Uh, Fields is going to look for him, especially if they're down a lot in the third, like most people think. Mooney's a nice option, over 43.5 yards. I think it's minus Mm. 119. Parley kid, I mean, the the two of us, the the – what are the odds two of us go with uh, over receiving yard props for the Bears and we both win? I don't know. Well, uh, it's going to be interesting. So, but I'm sold, Sal. In fact, I'll tell you what. Mooney for Kenneth Walker. How do you like that? <laughs> oh, interesting. Is there another like Kenneth that. Walker you're talking about? <laughs> Wasn't Kenny uh, Walker a Hawkfield running back too? Was that a Ken- uh, Kenny maybe. Harris? Kenny, oh, Harris. Kenny Harris. Okay, I'm yes. sorry. Uh, Kenny Skywalker, Darren. Kenny Skywalker. That's right. That's right. It's getting confusing. Oh, man. Um, But you like Montgomery over 10 and a half. Yeah, well, you know, Sal, I had this last week. I had Montgomery over 13 and a half yards receiving, and he had 13. So I just lost out on this. But if you look at it, uh, Montgomery's gone over 10 and a half in all four games that he's played Uh in this year, a high of 62. He averages 22 and a half yards receiving a game. That's about what he averages for his career. Is mm-hmm. about 23 yards receiving per game. We're asking him 10 and a half yards today. That's one catch, probably all he needs against the defense that's going to make Fields check down to the running back here. Yep. So uh, I, I feel like I'm feel fairly confident in this one that Montgomery gets one or two catches and he goes over this number. Again, I, I got I lost on this a week ago at 13 and a half. 10 and a half just seems like Let's too do low it. for a guy who averages – 23 yards receiving per game in his career. Get it out of the way in the first quarter. Harry, same game parlay as found on uh, Caesars. What do you got? Yeah, I'm going to do first. uh, It's a two-team, same game parlay. Pays plus 192. Mac Jones at minus 115 under 28 and a half pass attempts. That's the first part of it. Uh, The Pats uh, should let the running game do most of the damage on the offense and not make Jones uh, have to do too much in his return from his ankle injury. Uh, Pats are 10th in the NFL in rushing. Stevenson has 240 yards on the ground in the last two weeks. And Darren, you mentioned Harris is back too to solidify that running game that they have. Mm. Um, And the second part of it, I'm going to do it. This is my this is my uh, video pick for, on extra points as well. Justin Fields to throw a pick at minus 179. He's got five on the season. Now, might not sound like a lot, but considering how many passes he's only attempted, it's pretty awful. The Pats, seventh in the league in picks. They have a mm. pick in five straight games, whether it's Jonathan Jones, who has one pick, or Jack Jones, who has two picks for the Patriots, or whoever. Somebody will pick off Fields by the time the game's over. Right. So, Mac Jones, under 28 and a half pass attempts. Justin Fields to throw a pick at minus 179 and pays plus 192. All right. There you go. Brother Bri, what's your prop? Yeah, I'm going to go Montgomery under. It, it's been dry. It keeps dropping. I'm going to go under 50 and a half uh, rushing yards. You know, if Belichick's going to, you know, he, he likes to take one thing away right from these teams. And if he takes one thing away, he's going to try and take away the Bears running game. He's yeah. going to want to force fields to throw the ball down the field. Force uh, fields. Wow. <laughs> force fields. <laughs> yeah, we should use that more. Uh, the, the Pats held Chubb last week to 56 yards. 
Uh, Herbert's going to take some carries away. You know, Fields is going to also get some carries. So, and plus, you get you know, if they fall behind two scores at some point early in this game, they're going to have to abandon the run somewhat. So, I'm going to go under 50 and a half. All right. Well, first touchdown pick. We have not been good with this. Uh, mm-hmm. I should give out the odds here. Ramondre Stevenson is favored at plus 370. Damon Harris, first game back, plus 575. Jacoby Myers, plus 625. Then David Montgomery, we've spoken about a lot. Plus 625. I, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm, I, I was looking at it. I'm like, I'm just going to bet no touchdown 30 to 1. I know the score I gave, 20 to 16, mm-hmm. um, goes uh, against this. But I, I don't know. But just whatever. We saw how this is going. It's either like, yeah. oh, this guy's first game. This is his second game. You don't find him. You can't yep. find him in the top 15. It's going to be some dude picking up garbage in the end zone. They're going to give him a jersey, and he's going to score the first touchdown. I'd rather just bet no touchdown in a low-scoring game, uh, as we've seen on these. God forbid Buck and Aikman call a bad game with no touchdown, Harry. I know it's blasphemous, but 30-1. to one. Um, And, Parley Kid, you found Pat's defense. Is that what you're doing? I'm going to take Pat's defense at 20-1, to one, Sal. Like you're saying, uh, I think the defenses here in this game, especially the Pat's defense, have just as good of a chance of scoring that first touchdown uh. than any player on this field tonight. So I'll roll it with it at 20 to 1, pass defense, which has been getting better and better by the week. Let's do it. We got to hit one of these big ones. Although, if we hit one of these big ones, I know Mikey Meatballs is rooting up for us to keep losing because, God forbid, we hit one of these and I'm going to be like, yeah, figure out where we are. Are we down? How much are we down? But <laughs> if we keep losing, I'll never ask him to uh, figure it out. All right. Harry, Hunter Henry, 9 to 1. <laughs> Nine to one. I uh, had a 31 yard touchdown last week. Nine total touchdowns last year. Jones back. He likes looking his way. Uh, maybe Pats get inside the 10 here. And uh, they think the run is coming with uh, with either Stevenson uh, or Harris play fake hit uh, Hunter in the back part of the end like zone it. at nine to one. I'd like huh. it. All right. And brother Bry, finish it off. This is the winner. Whatever you're going to say here. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm going to say John Smith at. Uh, thirteen to one. I didn't want to take the rook. Yeah. I did want to take the rookie Thornton at plus nine fifty. I, mm-hmm. you know, he scored twice last week, but I was concerned. You know, he doesn't have a connection yet with Mac Jones. So, you know, I feel like lately, you know, I, it's been the second and third tight ends catching yeah. this first tight mm-hmm. uh, first touchdown. John Smith is still a decent part of this offense. Had sixty yards receiving last week. Bears right. haven't defended well against tight ends. Uh, so I like that we have Henry and, and Smith All in right. this one. Yeah. There you go. All right, listen, let's take another break. Then we'll quickly talk about uh, college football, the Heisman odds. They've changed Clemson, Syracuse when we return. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, we're back. Uh, not a ton of craziness in the in college ranks there. Um, Clemson beat Syracuse. I know Harry was upset. They didn't cover the 13. Harry called foul on the officials. You think they, they got in the way of this, Harry? Oh, I just think that, you know, Syracuse got called for a personal foul that kept Clemson Clemson's drive alive, and then they got a touchdown out of it. Same mm. exact play happened for Syracuse, where their quarterback got hit out of bounds, and the call wasn't made. They had a punt two plays, two three plays later. Clemson runs, Shipley runs it from forty yards mm. away for a touchdown. Yeah. And the game got away from Syracuse at that point. You know, if you're going to call it, call it on both sides. That's all. Be they fair. never got away from. Them. They just were terrible in the second half. They couldn't move couldn't the ball score at in all. the second half. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. They, 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 they might be. Right, Clemson over 11.5 wins, so that means they run the tables plus 110. They won the turnover battle, uh, Syracuse, and they still lost 4-1. to I don't know. I don't know if they get tripped up. I thought NC State, I thought some of these other teams could do it, but uh, that might be a good play. Harry Hendon Hooker now 2-1 to for the mm. Heisman. Stroud mm. still minus 105. Caleb Williams 11-1. Blake Corum 12-1. to And Bryce Young 25-1. to This is it. Big game against Kentucky. Big game against Georgia. Yeah, feeling good about. I mean, you got them at forty to one. I f- I feel really good against them against Georgia. I think they have the talent to beat Georgia. I just hope they don't get tripped up here against Kentucky because they Kentucky could. is still a pretty good Kentucky's team. Pretty they good. could, right, yeah. right. But it's interesting that Hooker went from over oh, thirteen to one all the way down to two to one. That's pretty interesting that it went it went that far down. But um, especially no, after playing, not, you not know, in one week. But yeah, it was thirteen to one last week, and now no, it's what two it to one. No, yes, I think it was no eight. To, I think it was eight to one. Was no. it? I think yeah. it was eight to one yeah. at some point last week. But I am surprised yeah. it dropped that much, right? Yeah, it did. I am well, especially when you, you play like uh, not even Tennessee Martin. Tennessee Martin. Right. He played three quarters, uh, he, maybe. Yeah, part of the third quarter. I didn't like it, but that, I think just a lot of money coming in on Hendon Hooker. Well, I think that's. Well, what I also think that. Stroud, right there, and I was just going to mention Stroud. Yeah, he got his touchdowns late in that late. Iowa game. He did. Didn't play he, early. So I, th- I said to you guys that th- he's taken a bit of a hit in the Heisman here, even if he got, even though he got his touchdowns late. Yeah, but you know what? It, it really didn't hurt him because he still threw for four. Like, I couldn't believe he yeah. got to four. That's how he, he was does like, it. He was he like stuck at one, like late. And then all of a sudden, like, wait, he finished with four touchdowns? Hit. His numbers and Hooker's numbers are very similar. Yeah. He's thrown 10 more touchdown passes, but three more interceptions. Right. Um, and we'll see. I think I, I'd still put my money on Stroud here. Although I, I think if you you take I, I, probably both of those somehow, I don't know. I think it's a safe yeah. bet because I think if he gets to Michigan and he beats Michigan, I think it's really going to be hard. Even even if Hooker, I mean, really at two say, to one yeah. at this point, you might just take but them if Hooker over beats Georgia. Bama, yeah. Well, Hooker beats Bama right, in the yeah. first time in forever. They beat and they beat Georgia on the road. And get take to the them, take them the odds then to beat Georgia because well, I, right. I still has to do that. Just I think take that's the month. thing, right? You you might as yeah. well you got to you might as well take them put a lot on versus Kentucky, right? And then yeah. put a lot on them versus Georgia. Yeah, like just roll Absolutely. that into Georgia, right? And then Absolutely. you're going to get better odds than two to one. Right. All right, mm-hmm. listen, Parley kid, brother Bry, uh, Betty Spaghetti, Mikey Meatballs, Babyface. Sorry about the Yankees. I mean, you had that mental skills coach. Sending them highlights of the 2004 <laughs> Red Sox. I don't know how that didn't work, but we're going to pick the World Series winner tomorrow. We're going to go over some NBA futures we didn't hit uh, tomorrow, and we will recap the Monday night game. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Spaghetti, for Meatballs, for Babyface, Joel Solomon, and the Generate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, na, na.